Dear brothers and sisters of St. John the Beloved, I would like to express my great joy to be back among you for the summer. I extend to each one of you and to your families the warmest greetings and gratitude of the seminarians and professors of St. Peter Clever Seminary of Bobodiulasso in Burkina Faso. Our academic year, thanks to your prayers and support, was blessed with five new ordained deacons and 20 new ordained priests. Like the apostles, these 20 newly ordained priests are sent to preach the good news of Christ's love for us. Indeed, Jesus' love for us was so great that not only did he want to save us, but he wanted to involve us in our own salvation and in the salvation of our family and friends, even those we don't know. From the beginning of time, he wanted us to be co-redeemers with him. It didn't have to be this way. He could have stayed in our world until the end of time, physically transversing every country himself. He did not have to ascend, but he wanted to ascend so that we could fulfill the mission he would give us to bring the good news of salvation to the whole world. So, from the beginning of his public ministry, not only did Jesus preach in word and deed, but he prepared his disciples to do the same. He trained them to preach. He gave them his own authority to cure the sick and cast out unclean spirits. He was trying to form them to be more and more like him, who himself was God the Father's missionary, to whom Jesus gives the message that he wants passed on. It's not just to bishops or to priests or religious brothers or sisters or to missionaries. It is to all of us, his disciples, each one of us, and that includes you, we are called to bring the good news to the world. By our baptism, we are called to share in Christ's own prophetic mission. In the first reading, we see whom the Lord chose as his prophet as a, at a crucial time in Israel's story. He didn't choose one of those who was always in the temple. He didn't choose one of the bright scholars of the sacred scripture. He chose Amos, who was a headman, herdsman, and a dresser of sycamore trees. Likewise, with the apostles, he didn't choose the scholars of the law or the ones with a reputation for being brilliant rabbis to proclaim his gospel, 
but raided the wolves and the tax collectors. The Lord in his wisdom often chooses those who might in the eyes of the world seem less fit for a task to be his messengers because he knows that with his help they are the ones truly most apt to fulfill it. The Lord has chosen us only one out of five people on earth is a Christian, and he wants us to evangelize the rest. The Lord has certain audiences in mind for each one of us. How Jesus wants us to deliver the message. He gives several specifics in the gospel. He sent them out two by two and ordered them to take nothing for their journey except a staff. No bread, no bag, no money in their belts, but to wear sandals and not put on two tunics. By these instructions, Jesus was calling them to be humble, to be simple, to be dependent on God's providence. By sending them out two by two, he was also helping them to learn how to grow in love in their missionary journeys. Pope St. Gregory the Great taught that the reason why Jesus sent them out in pairs was so that they could learn how to love each other, to be patient with each other, to learn how to forgive each other each day, every day. He wanted them to proclaim by their joy the source of their joy by their love for each other, the one who loved them first and commanded them to love like him, by their poverty of spirit, that their treasure was in God, and so forth. Likewise, the Lord wants each of us to incarnate the message to proclaim. To paraphrase the great Saint Teresa of Avila, Christ has no body on earth now but yours, no hands to serve others but yours, no feet to bring the good news but yours. The greatest gift we could possibly give to anyone is the gift of Jesus, his words, his teachings, his very life and love in the sacraments. In involving us in his mission, Jesus wants us to give us, Jesus wants to give us the joy of seeing his salvation dawn in others, in becoming the greatest benefactors anyone will ever have, because we are the ones called by God to bring them the greatest treasure. May God continue to choose generous workers in his vineyards. The harvest is rich, 
but the workers are few. So you must ask the Lord of the harvest to send workers to his harvest. And we must do our share of, of preaching the good news and living it in our lives.